Hello and Troiso to episode 105 of Alternative Wales, the podcast. Uh, we're back after a couple of weeks away. Um, I was on my holidays. Um, so yeah, as a treat for our return um, for the first time, and I think over a month now, uh, the sexiest threesome in Welsh football is back together. Um, but not only do we have a threesome today, we have a foursome. Uh, it's a Welsh football orgy. Um, Good Lord. But we'll get to that in a second. Um, Tommy Kaus, uh, welcome back. How are you? Uh, do you want to talk us through your dabble into uh, management this summer? Yeah, good to be back, right? Uh, that was a disgusting intro, as usual. Uh, yeah, brilliant. Uh, yeah, it was great. It was a great summer, mate. Summer league. It's, uh, it's unique, isn't it? Uh, well, I don't know why I'm saying, isn't it? So you, you boys have to come up and watch it. You'd absolutely love it. But uh, no, it was it was brilliant. We, we, had, we did well with the... Uh, you know, with the tools that I had, right? There's only so much I can do. The Pep Guardiola of Gross, but, um, but no. German multi. <laughs> yeah. But um, nah, loved loved it, right? Absolutely loved it. Great bunch of lads, and uh, yeah, it's just a mad thing about summer league is that I mean, it's such a long time until the next season starts. Now, so it's like when it finishes, it's a bit gutting. But mm-hmm. but uh, went to the Shield finally the other night, the last game of the. The season there was a good few hundred in attendance, so that was great. Um, but yeah, good to it'd be good to get back to um, back in the swing of things with the uh, the winter league football season now. No, um, <laughs> no uh, return to management <laughs> on the cards then full time. You're going to keep it to a summer thing. Yeah, it's just going to be uh, my my summer holiday every uh, April yeah. to April to July, mate. I think. What because, a treat. Uh, yeah, I imagine absolutely. the the farmers want their fields back for the winter time, don't they? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, mate. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, we had to, uh, yeah, we had, we had to rearrange a few games because the farmer uh, had livestock issues. So, uh, yeah, there's nothing <laughs> many. There's nothing yeah. many for me. But no, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, as we <laughs> say round here, right? Farming comes first. Farming comes first. Amen. Uh, Rodri, you're with us. Uh, we've heard your voice already. Uh, it feels like yeah. it's been ages. Uh, how are you? Any Not new uh, ailments to report? No new ailments, no, just the same old shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's all good, relatively yeah. positive these days. So, trying oh. to keep that glass half full. Uh, I oh, turned over a, a new leaf many months ago <laughs> where that leaf is flipping up and down. So, <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, uh, beautiful. Um, and you've already heard his voice. Um, somehow he's convinced me to let him on for a full po- podcast. So uh, it must be pre-season. Uh, Agent Phillips, are you there? Yeah, that revolver comes in handy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's things, Phillips? Are you looking forward yeah, to a, a full pod? Uh, yeah. I let you out of your cage every. Every now and then for a full podcast. I am excited for a full pod and uh, yeah, and excited for the new winter league of football ahead of us. (laughs) 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 Oh dear. Uh, Right then. Um, Let's start with uh, the big Aaron Ramsey news. Um, He is coming back to sunny South Wales. Uh, I'm going to be playing for Cardiff for the first time, I think in almost 15 years. I think it's almost 2011 was the last time we played, which isn't 15 years ago. It was 12 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) the last part wasn't that long ago yeah no (laughs) it was in my mind already Um, I'm obviously buzzing with it as a Cardiff fan uh, and I think it's a good move from a Cardiff perspective even if he doesn't play much um, it's just nice to have something to be excited about for a change 
Um, Kaus, from a Welsh perspective, is it a good move for him and Wales? What do you think? Time will tell, mate. I hate to sit on the fence, but um, yeah, I think I think it is. It's I, I've said it before. I quite like seeing um, you know seeing our internationals playing for Welsh clubs. Um, you know, obviously, I wish they'd all go to Wrexham, but uh, but no, you know, the next best thing is Cardiff. No, I think I think it is. I mean, you know, maybe maybe Cardiff City is is the club to really uh, energize him, and you know, just uh, I think if if he went to any other championship club I think maybe you'd look at it and go well maybe he's winding down the clock a little bit here but but no I think he'll feel like he's got unfinished business with Cardiff and it you know it might be you know hopefully he's successful and, and he'll stay with Cardiff for a few years because that'd be great for Wales as well but yeah I, I really hope it is successful though it, it's it's a potentially great story you know he's still got that ability you know in flashes you can see it in flashes these days um but yeah, I think um, I, I really hope it does go well for him. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it just hope he fit, shrugs off, you know, the odd fitness issues that he's had in the last few years. Um, and yeah, yeah, it'd be great. I, I'd I'd love nothing more than to see Cardiff get promotion, and you know, Ramsey being the hero that that'd be a great story for him. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it all plays out. I mean, I can't see him playing, you know, every uh, every game in the championship next season. I think you know they'll be using him in rotation. I think it'd be interesting to see. Uh, what effect he has on the younger players at the club, Ruben Colwell in particular. I think that's that's something to look out for. Um, but yeah, it'd be just nice to see him play with a smile on his face again. I don't know if he really enjoyed the Nice and Juventus experience, um, especially being in Italy in the midst of COVID as well. I'm sure that wasn't helped, you know, and he's got a young family. And I just feel like, you know, if he's happy playing football, that's all that matters really. And if that can translate to Wales um, as well as Cardiff, then even better. Um, although it tends to be that when Cardiff do well, Wales are shit and vice versa. So, um, yeah, I don't think I can remember a time where both Cardiff and Wales were good. So, uh, there we are. We, we, we live in hope. Um, another Welshman is on the move this summer by the sounds of it anyway, hasn't confirmed yet is Ethan Ampadu. Uh, and the Rodri Davis factor has drawn him to Leeds United. Uh, Rod, you got to be pretty pleased with that. Yeah. Very pleased. It's a great signing for Leeds, but it's more more important. We've all said a while ago that he needs a permanent move away from Chelsea now, didn't he? I think I saw he was the longest serving Chelsea player after they sold as no the way. Credit. Yeah. So, <laughs> and he's only played like 12 games or something. Um, probably mostly in the fucking Carling Cup, whatever it's called these days. Um no great great move for him and obviously for Leeds, but uh probably Probably a little bit beneath his level. I th- I still think he's a top flight player, but you know if if Leeds are spending money on him, I think I've heard about ten million. As I think so, then they're obviously wanting to go straight back up. So, uh, yeah, be interesting, interesting move all around, really, and exciting, really, just to see what he can do. Because I think from what I've read today, very briefly, in midfield they're going to be playing him. So. Yeah. That's where we, we need him for Wales as well, really. So, yeah, good move. Yeah, I feel like he needed to drop down a bit, maybe, to build himself back up. You know, if he'd yeah. gone to a mid-table championship uh, Premier League club and sat on the bench, I think it would have done him the world of good. But, you know, he's got it in him to go and play all 46 games next season, unlike Ramsey, probably, and be a vital cog in a team. And again, I think that'll be bit better for him 
um, than going on another loan to a relegation candidate. Because, you know, obviously Leeds, they may not necessarily be challenging at the top. They probably should be challenging at the top, but they're not going to be in a relegation scrap. Well, probably not anyway, but never know with Leeds. But, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe just, I think hopefully it'll be a positive season of football for him. And then maybe he yeah. goes up with Leeds or maybe he does well enough to go and get picked up by a Premier League team. And, and who knows? I think sometimes I'd rather our players be playing in the championship than sitting on the bench in well, the Premier League. I, I, I think what we've, what we've seen from recent times is that the, the fact that most of our starting 11 and playing regular club games is really biting us now. You can see the lack of game time is... Uh, Translating over, it didn't used to be a problem because you could used to just call on Bale and Ramsey to pull us out of the hole, but it's not like that anymore. So we need as many players playing regularly and it can only be a good thing if they, if they would probably be guaranteed starter for every game he's available for, you'd imagine. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Phillips, you've been quiet for a while. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot you were here for a second. Um, as, a, as a master of the art of the transfer that you are, um, are there any other Welshmen you'd like to see uh, make a move this summer? Uh, I don't know. But what I will say is I've seen one transfer that's caught my eye. Yeah. And it's one that you'll know. Now, I don't know who discussed this transfer and I don't know where he lives, but his travel expenses must be impressive. The goalkeeper has gone from Bajend to Bala. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. whoever's whoever's negotiated that deal, if he's he, he's on a pound a mile, he's going to make a hell of a lot of money this year. <laughs> yeah, Kellen Absalom gone from Pennebon to Bala. That is a a hell of a commute if he isn't going to relocate. Uh, as um, someone who has uh, bombed up and down that in the Suzuki carry for many <laughs> years, yeah. I can tell you that road is horrific. So if he's going to drive up and down there to train, good luck to him. You better yeah. have a good physio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, better than, I think, uh, Alex Ramsey, he, he got a job, uh, the Balakeeper, current Balakeeper, or the old Balakeeper, got a job at Brighton and Ovalbian, and in the original yeah. statement, they said that he was going to try and play when he could. And I mean, and then quickly they've moved on from him. I think he probably <laughs> put it into Google Maps, Brighton to Ballet. Brighton to Ballet. Yes, that's a hell of a trek. Imagine them, oh, we've got a nice close game to against the coffee's away and he's going to drive from Brighton to Canavan <laughs> for it on a Tuesday night. That's got to be a good seven or eight hours, I reckon. Brighton to Canavan. He better put all his holidays in for a Tuesday night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right then, uh, Kaus, a quick note on Wrexham. Um, a fairly quiet summer so far, considering the, um, you know, the rest of the circus going on around the club. Um, and that's not a bad thing, by the way. I'm not saying it as a circus. It's a bad thing. Um, <laughs> a a top-class circus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what it's I'm, like. I'm not saying it's, it's a circus. A you, literally, you literally just said it was a circus, right? <laughs> <laughs> Phil Parkinson um, in a top hat. <laughs> yeah. The ringleader, ringmaster, yeah. whatever you call it. Um, but yeah, only one, only one in at the moment. From a football perspective, um, how are you feeling, you know, now the season is sort of on the horizon? Yeah, didn't, didn't expect... Um, didn't expect too much this summer, really, right? Obviously, keeping Foster was big. Um, but, uh, but yeah, this Will Boyle's come in, extra defender. I mean, he's got so many quality defenders now. Um, you know, you, you're talking like three top-class centre-halves are going to be, I say top-class, you know, at that level, quality, yeah. quality centre-halves are going to miss out every single game. So, 
So, yeah, um, loads of strength and depth at the back. Uh, I probably maybe expect him to to bring in one, maybe two more, but I think that'd be it. Uh, but he said that all summer. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we, we sort of a little bit disappointed we missed out on Nick Powell. Um, you know, I was, I was told it was, um, well, I, I know for a fact they were in talks uh, with him, but he's decided to go to Stockport. Um, but then again, you know, I think if, uh, if, if Phil Parkinson and Wrexham are going to want to bring in a player on big wages, they're going to want someone that's pretty much a sure thing. And Nick Powell's had a lot of injury problems. So, so yeah, maybe that was the stumbling block there, but um, yeah, expect maybe one, maybe two more. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I think Parkinson said that, and I, I, you know, I believe it when he says it, um, he's happy with what he's got anyway. If we go into the season with the squad we've got now, it's more than good enough to challenge at the top end. Yeah, so it's not it's not a concern of yours and Wrexham no. fans then that there's no business, well, limited business. It, um, I, th- I, think, I think, but there are some Wrexham fans who would like to see a bit of, you know, like to see a couple of signings. But I think that's natural with fans, isn't it? Fans yeah, want to see signings. People are but, obsessed with transfers. It's weird. Yeah, and you know, yeah. sometimes I know I know that Phil Parkinson, um, he, you know, he, he puts a hell of a lot of thought, and I know all managers do, but he puts a hell of a lot of thought into this what sort of characters he's bringing in. So. You know, it's not just the fact that to bring in quality, he, he doesn't want to disrupt what's what seems to be a fantastic team spirit there. So, so yeah, I, th- I don't think we'll see too much more. Maybe one or two, but um, but yeah, that'll be it. I think. Announce Trundle. <laughs> yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. He's got another. He's got another six or seven years in him, I reckon. Trundle. Yeah. Mumbles Rangers this season. He's dropped the yeah. level. Yeah. I think he's in uh, tier three now. And he's 48. (laughs) (laughs) I did see a a video of him taking a free kick the other day that he puts into the ozone layer. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. Anyway, um, there's been some competitive football already. Um, The European uh, club qualifiers have started. Um, TNS, Connorskey, Pedabont and Hanford West were all in action last week uh, and not a win between them. So nothing really changes there. Um, TNS went to Hacken in Sweden in the Champions League and lost 3-1. Uh, the Nomads lost 2-0 to Akureyri of Iceland. Hanford West lost 1-0 to Skendia of Macedonia. And Penabont drew one all uh, with uh, Andorra's FC Santa Coloma at home. Cause it's not really a great set of results. Um, but with three of the sides at home in the second leg and, and the side not at home um, having the draw, Everyone is very much still in their games. I think it'll be yeah. tough for TNS and probably um, Nomads as well. But we could quite easily see all four go through, um, yeah. you know, or, or none of them go through. But how, how do you see these second legs going? Yeah, it's it's um, it was disappointing to be honest. Um, but but yeah, I, I can maybe see Pedabon getting through. Um, I, I think Nomads is going to be tough. T- TNS is going to be very, very tough. They, I, I managed to catch it quite a bit of that game as well as the Pennebump game. Um, but yeah, Hacken looked like a really, really good side, as you'd expect from the Swedish champions and they're halfway through the season as well. So that that was realistically probably the toughest draw TNS could have got. They, they did okay. They, they managed to stay in it. You know, probably should have been 4 or 5-1 really. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but um, yeah, I think maybe they'll drop down into the Conference League and then see see what happens there. But you know, I, I always look at it. I think if we can get one 
one team threw around, I think you know we, we'll probably call it a success at this point. Um, mm. Which is which is a shame, you know. I, I, I feel like you know I, I I talk up the standard of the Cymru Prem, and I, and to be fair, I've got to say I remember years ago. I remember you know teams. Um, used to go, our teams used to go into Europe and lose like 9-0 and stuff like that. So thankfully that doesn't happen <laughs> anymore. But um, yeah, the, there was, I remember speaking to a few people involved who said like they used to treat it like it was a bit of a stag do. <laughs> 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 so like, you know, at, at least we've, we've brought in an element of professionalism now and, and you know, lads are, you know, we are actually competitive in these matches, but we're still, we're still a little bit away from, from, um, perhaps a group stage thing. I think TNS is always our best bet, but yeah. it's going to be tough to get to a group stage. Yeah, I think if TNS had got through, the, I think if TNS got through the first Champions League round, which they could still well do, then and then lose the second one, I think they drop into like the final, the final playoff to get into the group stages of the Conference League, which sort of puts them in, in a pretty good position. But um, yeah, I... It'll take some doing, you know, overturning two goals against um, the champions of Sweden. Um, but Haverford West, I think, very much in it. You know, taking that back to the Cardiff City Stadium, one um, yeah. nil. I don't know much about Skendia. Um and Penabon very much probably should have won that game. I think, yeah. based on the actual um, game, it was a very poor goal to concede. Um, so I think both of those sides can take confidence. I'm not sure about um, Nomads. I feel. What I read in the build-up was this Icelandic team, pretty shit. Not pretty shit. I can't, that's harsh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think they're fifth. They're current. They're obviously they're mid-season because they're Nordic side. They're fifth out of eight in the yeah. league. You know, not won many games this season, so it, it probably feels a little bit disappointing to go yeah. and lose two 0 out there. Um, yeah, yeah there a, I mean, there was, there was a very intimidating drum in that game. I caught some of the game on a oh, did you? Betting, betting app. <laughs> <laughs> And, yeah, uh, they yeah. they uh, they borrowed the drum from the uh, the Benidorm Rangers supporters club. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, don't don't you think it's uh, the timing is uh, all wrong? Because most of my clients are answering the phones. They're still playing cricket on every Saturday afternoon at the moment. <laughs> so you know, asking these boys to like come and train and not play any games and then go and play the the Swedish champions. I know TNS are full time, but still, it's pre season, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, that's that's the unlucky side of drawing the team playing in the league that's going on in the summer. I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it's... looking in summer football, Rodney. <laughs> none, none of this winter league nonsense. No, not the winter <laughs> league. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, I I, I know what you mean because I mean like I'm going to Andorra with Penabon and flying out tomorrow, which would be yesterday by the time you're listening to this Tuesday. Um, you know, and then we don't get back till till Friday. That's four days off work. Pedabon go through. We've got to go to Montenegro next week. And it'll be another <laughs> be, or, or San Marino depends who wins. It'll probably be, I think, probably be the Montenegrin team. But yeah, it's it's a big ask for players who are part-time to sort of, you know, a lot of these lads are like teachers as well. So I don't know how they've managed to, although is this school all days yet? Yeah, no, next week, if, no. If only we had a teacher on the podcast um to ask. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go uh, ring one if you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it's a big ask and um, fair play to the lads. And it was a very competitive game at Pentagon. It was a really fun game to watch. I didn't obviously catch any of the other games. Um, but yeah, fingers crossed, um, you know, at least two of the four can go through. That would be a result, I think, and even one 
um, yeah, who knows? Um, Kaus, before um, before we move on to um, international football from the domestic game, um, bit of a crisis in North Wales at some of the clubs. Uh, Llandidno and Druids, um, Druids out of football as it stands, I think, or are they are they resurrecting in a lower league or? Yeah, no, well, and there's a bit of a crisis at Llandidno. Do you want to talk us through the both? Yeah, well, starting with Druids, that, that's um, yeah, that seems to be the case. I'm still not sure that if they are joining Tier Five, um, the, you know, the, the, he did he did talk. Des did talk about uh, you know the, the craziest man in Welsh football. Um, <laughs> did talk about dro- dropping them down to Tier Five. They have got like a football uh, futsal side. Sorry, um, yeah. So yeah, uh, that drew drew is really real shame what's happened there. Uh, obviously, Neil Ashton, the Druids manager from last year, has gone to Kevin Albion. Um, so best of luck at him. Uh, best of luck to him. It's a good job that, you know, the community there, they've got a, a proper side to support in Kevin Albion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I wish them the best. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Des Williams uh, put out a statement um, last week, uh, blaming everyone, everyone except himself. And, you know, he's, yeah, Classic, yeah, blaming everyone except himself. It's, it's all, Man. you know. The parents of the academy kids, it was, it was their fault as well. And, you know, just the bloke's just an absolute idiot. And it's a disgrace what he's done to uh, a great club. Like, you know, we're Man after my own heart, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get on with him, Phillips, yeah. yeah blame yeah, everyone yeah. else. It's got much as well. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, real disgrace what he's done to that club. But, um but yeah, uh, that's that's the situation there. Sam did know it's a slightly different one. So um, their their 4G pitch uh, needed replacing. I'm sure you know a lot of the listeners realise that Sam did know were playing in Bangor for a lot of last year uh, due to the situation with the pitch. Uh, needs replacing three years early, um, and um, and yeah, the money isn't there to replace it. I think. Maybe a little bit of blame. This was, you know, from what I'm told, a lot of people say that maybe a little bit of blame. There's been a bit of mismanagement there as well. But, but yeah, the fact of the matter is, the pitch they they weren't banking the pitch needed to be replaced replaced after seven years instead of uh, the ten year cycle that they usually have. So, so yeah, um, they they're gonna they're gonna play in exile again this year. They're gonna stay in tier two, but all all pretty much all the players and Sean Eardley, the manager, have left. Um, but yeah, best of luck to Jordan Hadaway, who's gone in there. Really young lad. Uh, I think he's 22 now, maybe 23. Um, very talented coach. Uh, but, he's, you know, he's got a tough job. Thankfully, he's been able to bring in a few lads. So they'll be competitive this year. I think it's going to be a tough year. I think if if they if they avoid relegation uh, to Tier 3, I think uh, Jordan Hadaway would be manager of the year because, um, you know, he's really got a tough job there. But yeah, I believe there's a bond issue now that the fans are going to be able to raise hmm. money through that. Yeah, David Gatley asked the question about it, um, or, or said to you know, can we discuss it? So uh, yeah, the bond initiative. Yeah. What what what's that yeah. all about? Yeah, you're asking the wrong man there. That's <laughs> a good point. When, when I read when I read Dave's tweet, I've I've spoken to Dave about it. I I don't I don't know the details of the bond scheme. I've got to be honest just yet. But I'm going to speak to people this week um, because uh, yeah, I think I think it's about time. Uh, you know that club had a bit, bit more positive sort of uh, coverage because it's been all doom and gloom for for Sam Didno, and it's a real shame they're a good club. Um, but yeah, there's there's been, you know, there's been problems for whatever reason. 
Um, you know, I, I just said the main reason with it is is the pitch. But um, yeah, there's there's different things going on there. But I just I just wish them all the best. There's still good people at the club and the volunteers I speak to quite a lot, and they they're still working hard to to come up with uh, different events that they can raise money for. But yeah, and, and they missed out on Welsh government funding as well. I'm not quite sure why. Um, but um, you know, it's, it's it makes makes you laugh though. I mean, the, you know, the, the Tories uh, with the levelling up funds, um, they, you know, they they um, they they funded like I think cycle paths in the area, which no one was actually calling for. Mm. Uh, but they decided, you know, in terms of funding football clubs and local sport, they yeah they didn't want to do that. Um, I suppose uh, I suppose it's the wrong. Uh, demographic who like football, isn't it? For them? Yeah, the hooligans, yeah. isn't it? Just, uh... yeah. <laughs> where are they gonna yeah. where are they gonna play then this year? Uh, there's there's uh, there's talk of either Bangor or Conway. Um, yeah. I, I have heard Bangor. Conway would make more sense. Obviously, it's a lot closer. It's only in a different league as well now, aren't they? The uh, Conway yeah, Bangor. but I believe um, that the strange thing with that is, I believe if um, no matter who the ground belongs to. It's it's the team in the in the highest league who takes precedence. So, oh really? Be, yeah, yeah. So it'd be a situation where Llandudno would actually have, um, you know, have precedence over, yeah, over uh, Conway. So that that'd be a weird situation. But but yeah, I, I think they are going to go to Bangor. But again, you've got a problem there because you've got uh, a Riva Bangor player there, Bangor eighteen seventy six. You've got the women's team there. This this you know, there's a lot of games taking place at, at Nampot now. So. So yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But yeah, best of luck to Candid No and, and Jordan, really good lad. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure uh, you know it'll be a tough season, but I'm sure he'll do well. Well, um, I, I you know whatever happens, I hope that the Candid No fans have a flag saying "What is love on" for um, yeah. Jordan yeah. Hadaway. Um, yeah, got to have a good chat going for him. Yeah, surely. yeah it's got yeah. to be something about that nodding along in unison. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whilst we were all on our break uh, and I was on my holidays, um, I got to uh, go to uh, Wales. This is the US out in California. Uh, Wales lost 2-0. Um, but it was it was good. Nice, nice. Weird to be around, be like the only Welsh person in a ground. Um, a few interesting looks when I was trying to sing the anthem by myself um, <laughs> because I've realised that Americans don't sing their anthem. They just sort of look at a flag and hold their like chest. What? Um, and then uh, there was a flyover during the anthem, which was fun, you know, like in American Red Arrows, um, <laughs> you know, Land of the Free, Home of the Brave and all that. Cla- it was very American. Um, yeah. Was it a classic football match by, all, uh, by any stretch of the imagination? Uh, I thought we defended fairly well, uh, although I think America were quite blunt. Um, I was hoping America would absolutely blow us away so I'd be more confident that they'll beat England at the World Cup this year. Um, mm. but they didn't do that for me. Um, but yeah, I thought it was resolute, but we had absolutely nothing going forward. I felt like we just kept clearing the ball to nobody. Um, so that was a little bit of a concern, but I guess it's hard to look into it because, um, you know, it's the end of the season for most of these players. Um, you know, none of them are good at the World Cup, obviously. Um, so yeah, you can't really read into it too much. Um, I'm sure um we'll um know more uh, come the autumn and the Nations League games. So uh, yeah, we won't dig into that because uh, probably a bit harsh. Um anyway, uh, enough football chat for now. Uh let's move on to the nonsense next in part two.
uh, part two of the pod. Here we go. Um, Phillips, first, uh, before we do go on to everything else, I must ask you, is there any news from the world of Phillips or um, are you just sort of uh, cruising? Uh, well, I don't understand anything you boys have been talking about because you talk about professional football. <laughs> <laughs> I deal with people who uh, don't get paid. Well, they don't get paid. I get paid when they get signed. So, like I said, the most boys are playing cricket or I don't know, drinking in beer gardens and stuff. It's far too early for my type of caliber of client to be uh, playing football. But I have noticed that preseason is starting for some clubs, which is pretty unfathomable, really. Since <laughs> the start of <laughs> July, like, <laughs> but yeah. So no, there's no transfer activity. I think. Uh, I think. Well, either people are not answering the phone deliberately, or uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, they're playing cricket or drinking or something. Yeah, good, great. No news. Thanks. Then. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I hope, but I, my track record is not the greatest. So, you know, in this fallow period of football, it's not going to be great, is it? No. No. <laughs> no. no. Fair. Fair enough. I'll give you that. And I've realised um, I probably should start preseason training with my own team. Yeah, that'll with help. Zero players. Mean, yeah, with zero players. Yeah, no league to play in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, going, going well. The fucking club. Yeah, <laughs> uh, great stuff. Taking my eye off the ball slightly. That's fine. We we were all allowed those um those breaks. Um, Klaus, why have you sent twenty years ago today into the group? No idea what that's in reference to. <laughs> do, do you remember when we were talking about Wrexham playing that friendly against Bikini Bullets? <laughs> oh right, yeah. Oh, sure. I forgot to send the photo. Oh, right. well. Yeah, you just went to it. No context. Sorry, yeah. 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 <laughs> Basically, I've, I've spotted a couple more like Phillips esque names on the team sheet for them. Yeah, Phillips, you have any? Um... Go on. Fisher Condoe. <laughs> and, then, and then obviously the favourite is uh, Navigator Zingbukani. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember old Navzi well. <laughs> Oh dear! Apparently, uh, apparently, Bala got a paper in to come uh, come from Bakili to, uh, to <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if we talked about this on the pod or not, Kaus. But for those who don't know, why the hell did Wrexham play Bakili Bullets, and where is Bakili Bullets? It's in um, oh, where, right, where is it? No, it's not Zimbabwe. Where is it? Uh, East Ma- Malawi. <laughs> How come a team yeah. of from Malawi um end I, up... I know I know they they were like touring the UK, so I don't know whether they just got in touch with Wrexham and yeah, um, yeah. But I, I remember like Dennis Smith standing on the side, like going absolutely mental because they were putting in some of the most horrendous challenges <laughs> you've ever seen in a friendly. And like um, yeah, it's like Carlos Edwards and people like that were looking at him thinking, these guys are just absolute nuts. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. um, I, I don't know if they're their local rivals, but Bikili Bullets have definitely been blown out by another team in the league who are the current champions, the Niasa Big Bullets. So, uh, <laughs> 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 and there's also a team called the B Forward Wanderers. Oh, God, I love, I love African football team. Names. I, I really hope so there's a good. team like, uh, like yeah, even like, bigger bullets. Yeah, free, free, yeah. 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 Bullets. yeah. Uh, mighty wanderers. Oh, it's good. It's good stuff. It's just a team called Extreme. No other thing. It's just Extreme. extreme. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant. Good stuff. Anyway, um, we digress. Um, 
back to the more important stuff at hand. Um, we got our game to play, um, and it's going to be a three-way shootout this week um, between Phillips, Rodri, and Kaus. Um, right it's going to be last man standing, so once you don't get one right, you're out. Um, you know the rules by now, I'm sure. Um, if you if you don't, then you'll, you'll pick them up. It's not hard. Um, what am I going to flip this week? I don't know. I can't flip my cat. He's behind me. Um, he's too large to flip. I'll go land on his feet front door. Yep. Oh, I've got a hard drive here. Um, mm. oh, yeah, that, <laughs> um, there's a sticker on one just side. Had, and... Just had it back from the old bell, have you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been in America. Um, I just got a sticker on one side and nothing on the other side. Um, Phillips is our esteemed fourth man tonight. Um, uh, sticker or no sticker? Uh, sticker. It didn't even flip. Oh. It just went straight up in the air. Hang on. There we go. No you sticker. No, no, okay, sticker. I believe you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no sticker. Okay. Okay, uh, great stuff. Took too much time on that. Um, right, that means Rod or Kaus, do you want to go first? I didn't even think this through. <laughs> yeah, how do you flip a coin for three people? Yeah. Um, uh, Rod, wedges in a carpet think, or something. Up, right? I think you you won the last time uh, you, and, yeah. you and Kaus played, so I think it's, it's your choice no, if you I want to go well, first or not. Yeah. And then, yeah. Quillen might have beat, I think, in the last one. I think you've won two, lost one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what, what do you want to do? You can go first or not. Yeah, it's up to you. Uh, yeah, I'll go first. Okay. okay. Uh, the game is, um, as I'm going to Andorra, it is uh, Andorra 1, Wales 2, back at the beginning of our 2016 uh, Euros qualifying campaign in 2014. Um, this could go long because um, it's fresh in the memory. So uh, once we've done the first 11, um, the bench comes into play. So, uh, nice. so yeah. Um, Rod, uh, you can go first. Um, take your pick. I was going to say, the I, I I think I remember the Andorra Bell, to take his name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's purely Wales, I think. Isn't it? So, um, Gareth Bale, obviously. Yeah, nice. Good start. Um, Kaus, what about you? Uh, Hennessy. Correct. Phillips. Ashley Williams. Correct. Rod. I think it's a trip up here. Oh. Joe Ledley. No, he's not, is he? No. Oh, you're my out. God. Well, you're, you're out unless everyone else gets it wrong. Um, Kaus. Hell. Joe Allen. Correct. Chris Gunter. Correct. Right, Rod's out. Kaus. Oh. Okay, now, um, how no, no, oh, are you joking? Phillips to win it on his <laughs> day, Ben Davis, correct? Yeah. What a win! Yes, <laughs> what a what? prize! Uh, <laughs> yeah. don't know. Can I have that uh, hard drive <laughs> <laughs> in the post for you now, mate? Um, yes. the, the, the 11 was Wayne Hennessy, James Chester, Chris Gunter, oh. Ashley Williams, Ben Davis, Neil Taylor, Gareth Bale, Joe Allen, Andy King, Aaron Ramsey. And who was up front? Oh, oh. nope. Oh. Church. Simon Church. There we are. Yeah. 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 Uh, we all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then on the bench, this would have been interesting if we'd got that far. Um, Kyle Leatheran. Um, oh my god, Glansburg. Yeah. Oh, I'd yeah. von Williams. 
Um, Paul Dummett, Danny Gabadon. I think that was his last camp. Yeah. Um, Jake Taylor. Don't think he oh, yeah. ever Absolutely. turned up in a squad again. Um, Emir Hughes. He came off the bench that night. Emir Hughes. Uh, Emir Hughes. He's playing. Yeah, I think so. He had a lot of injury problems, didn't he? I think mm. um, Cardiff ruined him, like uh, he, many other players. He put a lot of Tory stuff on. He did, yeah. Twitter as well, didn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, Cancelled. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, there we are. Then. Declan John, um, Joe Ledley, who must not have been fit unless Maxi. Andy King picked over him. Yeah, well, I, I was thinking it was he's surely in the starting yeah. midfield, but uh, no. David Vaughan. Obviously, um, George Williams, who he went to oh, Euro yeah. 2016, he'd be the pointless answer in a 2016 squad, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. um, Johnny Williams and Tom Lawrence, no Hal in the squad at all. I don't know if he was injured or banned wow. or something. Um, but there it we are. David Cotterly, maybe. Uh, yeah. You know, makes you think, think doesn't it? Makes, th- you makes you think. Yeah, really yeah, makes really you think. Really does make you think. Uh, right. He withdrew then. his consent for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, they needed to be vaccinated for tetanus <laughs> to be in Andorra. Oh, I tell you what's going to be nice about going to Andorra is being legally allowed onto the pitch this time. Um, after uh, the yeah, debacle yeah. last time, although it's in a different ground, guilt, uh, yeah, yeah. A retrospective guilt, ban given, yeah. yeah. What, what's what's that like? Isn't there like a technical thing in the law Statu- if you would statutory rights after 10 years? After, it, oh, right, we have, done, uh, oh, I'll, I'll wait until like my full um, uh, my full <laughs> admission next year, then I think it'll be 10 years <laughs> next year, so uh, we, we'll do it on the podcast. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, if anyone's listening, I wasn't on the pitch in Andorra, that wasn't me. Uh, right, let's uh, do some questions. Um, we've had a lot of questions. Some are repeats. Um, I'm particularly thinking the turf darts one. We've definitely done that in the past. Um, I think we had another darts one as well about walk-on songs. We've done them in the past. Sorry, guys. Good questions, but um, you know, if you don't listen from the number to one, be fair, um... to be fair, if you did ask them again, they'd be completely different. I'm only avoiding them because I still don't really know what my answers would be. No, not um, true. I'm terrible at answering them. Anyway, uh, Matthew Davis says, how many supporters would Pennebont have had in the brewery field if UEFA weren't such Celsigs and allowed standing in the early stages? And doesn't the demand show the potential the Cymru Leagues has? Um, Kaus, yeah, obviously 1,500 just below in, um, in Bridgend would have been more if it was allowed to, to stand. I'd love to have seen, you know, how many... Um, Penamont could have pulled in. I'm thinking probably at least over three thousand, at least double the attendance. Um, it shows right that there is a demand for the, you know, or the potential that the Premier Leagues has. I think you can see yeah. it in these European games, and it's the first time, other than TNS, that um, aside from the the leagues has yeah. played their games at home. Essentially, it wasn't in Penamont's ground, but it was in Bridgend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think it just shows that there is potential to grow those crowds and there's no reason why Bridgend shouldn't be getting 2,000 people in a week, you know, yeah. in a town that size. Yeah, 100%. Mate. I think it's key as well, what you talk about there, Rai, about, um, you know, these sides when they're playing in Europe, they're um, they're giving away home advantage, for example. You know, I went mm-hmm. last year when Bala played in, um, you know, in TNS. Um, you know, you're talking 20 odd miles, like 25 miles or whatever from Bala to, to Ozestry. So straight away, you, you're going to, you know, you, you're going to struggle to get your, your sort of fair weather fans, aren't you? Um, so, yeah, it was good to see a good crowd in Bridgend. I was speaking, to, obviously speaking to you and, and Dibs as well, speaking to Dibs the other week. Uh, he 
was confident at that time when they they didn't realize obviously they didn't realize about the um, the terracing um, that uh, that you know they could get five thousand which I don't actually think would have been unrealistic I think no. maybe three or four at least maybe five thousand which would have been great wouldn't it that would be yeah. fantastic um, how much how much did um, how many fans turned up at the Cove City Stadium uh, last year who who played there last year Ooh, I, I think. Because none of the South sides were in it last year, were they? No, um, no, did, no. Did TNS play it? Did TNS play at Cardiff City Stadium? Not. I, 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 they they have in the past. I don't know if it was last year. Yeah, go- I think it was TNS against um, yeah. Pendleton, wasn't it? That was the year before last because it got knocked oh, out early, it? didn't they? Because they sacked yeah. they sacked that Limbrick bloke early, didn't they? Because they got knocked out pretty quickly. But the year uh, before, they went. Uh, I think they, uh, you can only you can only yeah, use Park cool. Hall is only good enough for like the first two or three rounds. Right. Yeah. Um, that's it. But yeah, I, I'd be intrigued to see what Haverford West can get on Thursday at Cardiff. Yeah, um, obviously, it's just a shame that uh, the standing thing is a rule because yeah, most people, yeah. most people love to go watch a game of football and stand about and have a if they can have a pint, they can have a pint and, and watch yeah. it and stand around with their mates. And and I understand why they put the seats in and the rules, but you've got loads of grounds in Wales that could hold like a good five to eight thousand, but with yeah. standing. But you're not allowed yeah. standing then. But then, if you can allow safe standing, there must be some sort of rule they could bring in because then you can have all the games at home in the early rounds, can't you? Yeah, I, yeah. I just, I just don't understand. Um, you know, it, it, that early in the tournament, why? Yeah, you know, the early the, rounds. That, yeah, because and weirdly, I think, I think the big five um, are all allowed standing at no matter. So England, Germany, Spain, France, and yeah. Italy are allowed standing in any rounds. Which is yeah, a fair. bit weird, isn't it? I mean, you know, it, it's just a bit of a pain in the ass because, you know, Pennebon, when you know when they found out about the standing thing, which you know they, they had the debate then of whether to go to Cardiff and see if they could get more, or have a limited capacity and play in Bridgend. And I don't know how many would have gone to Cardiff because it's a Thursday night. You've got to go to Cardiff. Whereas if it's yeah. on your doorstep, it's, you know, the brewery field is in the middle of Bridgend as well. So yeah. Um, that yeah, terrace is perfect for that. that oh, so it's, I was I, massive. I, I went for a walk around the ground, you know, before the game kicked off, and it's it, it's such a shame because the, there's one behind the goal and undercover, and then that one that runs across the side of the pitch is it's it's a stunning ground. Yeah, you know, it's um, it's a shame it isn't you know full more uh, whether it is for rugby or football. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, I but I think it does show that. It's there, and and you know, Reese Griffiths spoke about it last week or the week before on the podcast. That um, you know, now the Pennebon's job is to turn those into regular. Um, I think someone said to me the other night, you know, even if a third of that crowd comes every week, it's yeah. a it's a it's an increase on um, on what on what um, Pennebon normally gets. So, yeah, yeah. the potential's there. I, we see it see it all the time. It just you know, but the thing is, then it's all well and good coming to a European game in um, you know in July when the weather's nice. It's you know, when you play an Aberyst with at home on a Friday night, um, you know, how are you going to then attract over 500 to get there? Um, yeah, not even the Soul Crew would go to that. Well, not for me to say. <laughs> not for they, you know, flighty bunch that they are. They, they don't want to be. They don't want to be walking around Bridgend. Uh, they've got their cards. <laughs> they've got their cards marked. Um, right. Uh, Podfather asked who your standout players for the Welsh teams in Europe have been from the first leg matches. Um, is it, um, I only watched Pennebon's game. So is uh, it uh, Connor Roberts the goal for tennis? Con- Con- Connor Roberts he, yeah. was outstanding. He, he, he'd be my pick because he yeah. basically kept the score down at 
there's a few times he made like a double yeah. save or you know I've got to say as well, I I, um, I wonder how long uh, TNS can keep hold of uh, Declan McManus because mm. he's he's just a quality quality striker. Um, you know, he, he was he was working so hard, he was up front on his own chasing lost causes. But when he had the chance, he put it away, didn't he? It was a great finish. Was he uh, linked with Cardiff last year? I know it might yeah, be tentative, but he was. There was some sort of article linking him to Cardiff, which. Um... I I would I'd be interested to see how how far he can go. Obviously, he's played uh, second tier football in Scotland, mm. um, but yeah, I, I think he, um, you know, I, I think he's a really really good player. He just impresses me every time I see him. It would be funny because Mike Harris would lose his head if Wrexham. <laughs> <him. laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. hates Wrexham so much. It would be yeah, so yeah. funny. Um, <laughs> and and then just sort of sit on the bench all season for Paul Mullen. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, but yeah, he's good. I mean, I only watched Penabon game. Chris Venables, what a player! Yeah. Always going to see Chris Venables. Yeah, he, like it just, you know, Penabon have always had decent strikers, and and but he is like a level above. He's one of the best strikers the league's ever seen. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, fair play. Yeah, he he's yeah. um, he he made such a difference, and uh, his goal, you know, took his goal really well. Um, fa- right, facts coming through from Avion Williams. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Mutton's just been on the phone. <laughs> um, uh, right, what else we got? Yeah, oh, Andrew Dowling, good question. Yeah, um, who's had the most successful summer out of you all? I'll let you decide what is determined as success on this occasion. Um, Phillips, have you had a successful summer? Um, I don't know how you want to measure success. He's not a successful son. Uh, yeah, I put three stone on, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's quite successful. Take some yeah. doing in six weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, is have we are we actually calling the line drawing the line under the summer now because Kaus's football season's finished? I think yeah, well, when, when the summer league's over, it's winter league now. So yeah, oh, we're right, very okay. much yeah. in the winter. Well, it's winter. It's yeah, the clocks go forward. Uh, back eight years. I think my definition of summer is quite different to uh, the Ronda's definition, clearly. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really know. There, as we know. Um, I I wouldn't say I've had a successful summer. I had a good trip, um, but I haven't had a successful couple of years, if anything. Um, so there we are, Rod. Um, oh you're a man <laughs> used to success. <laughs> but, you? Am I? I don't know. <laughs> don't know. How do you measure wank. success? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's been a bit wanky. Oh it? right. Yeah, it's been fine. It's just it's, we've had us. I'm a, a May. You know the weather's shit, shit now, and yeah. that's the only thing I really judge my summers by is if the weather's nice. I can get out and about and I'm getting pissed in there where I am. Yeah, it's not great. So, um, on a general note, I haven't done anything really of this summer. I've been to a wedding. And well, I've got friends, do well, that's that's uh, to be decided. Um, yeah, done nothing much, just uh, been out the odd weekend and worked, so I wouldn't call that success. Great. Maybe the fact I'm still alive is a success, yeah, ongoing every, every day ongoing, is a success, yeah, ongoing measurement of my success is being alive and well, so yeah. God, that, a low that, bar there. <laughs> <laughs> that, this would be such a bleak pod if, like, you died before Wednesday, and um, we yeah, had to play that out. You, yeah. you get some good numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Take one for the team. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kaus, have you had a successful summer? Mid-table obscurity in the in the summer league. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking 
Where's the obscurity coming from? <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's been, it's been good, mate. It's been good. Yeah, we've, we'll take it, mate. We'll take it. Here we are. Build for next year now, right? Solid foundations in place. Yeah. Get, get that birth rate up in, um, <laughs> in Nantglin and hope for the yeah, best. Yeah, we, we've... Um, Play the yeah, long game. We, uh, get, get, Ainz, get Ainz is sorted. Get Ainz is the... Uh, the, the Tory landlord in the area, and he's sorted. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's, no, he's not a Tory. He's not. There's really, a condom amnesty in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hang on, hang it's, on. Um, You're speaking it, your now, house as if you've agreed. They've agreed to let you do it again next year. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I I am thirty three percent of the committee, so you know, I just ah. need to. I just need to bribe one more person. I'm an anime, am I? So, yeah, majority, so uh, yeah. Well, we we let you decide who's had the most successful summer. Everyone's made their case. Um, here we are. Uh, David Collis has said, um, when are we having the now infamous pre-season predictions? And could a top three from each uh, of the coming North and South be predicted too? Um, we'll do that the week before the season starts. So I think the season starts on the 12th of August, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll do that in the week leading up to then. Um, I've still got to figure out a way to not include Aberystwyth in my bottom two, um, but that is proven difficult, more difficult by the day. Um, and we'll definitely do a Cymru North and South um, top three as well. Uh, we'll have, we'll try and get more um, predictions in from everyone involved in the podcast, um, Phillips especially, because that'll be uh, interesting. Um, and second part of his question was, uh, most importantly, what is your favourite Hyundai? Um, Phillips, you have a favourite Hyundai? <laughs> Hyundai or no, T best have an iron one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually one that works because all the Hyundai's I found have broken down badly immediately. Uh Hyundai Wiz is that a car. <laughs> <laughs> Hyundai Wiz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, here we are. I, uh, no, I don't have a favourite Hyundai because beggars can't be choosers. Ulsan Hyundai in the J League, is that the K League? Oh. The J League. <laughs> I don't know which they're Korean and they also. Yeah. Yeah. I think they are, yeah. You pipe about I do, I, Korean cars and I don't know any anything about uh cars really. So no. <laughs> yeah. no. I couldn't um, tell you what, what, what the name of any of them is. I uh, I drove a rental Kia Sorento out in America. Um oh, I got a Kia, good quality Korean Yeah, product. lovely. And um uh automatic as well. Big fan of the automatic. Uh, God, fuck, fuck gears, pointless things. Lazy, um, it is lazy, but it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. Kaus, do you have a favorite Hyundai? Um, I go. Okay, there we I go. Like yeah, you go now. Very often. Very often. So soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, Liam Garrity, what's your go-to curry? I think we've had this before. <laughs> Mine is a uh, a lamb tikka karahi. Um, anyone yeah. else want to go on the curries? That's right. Right. Isn't it? Team Masala all day long. Yeah. Team and Rod. Um, well, I know what Agent Farlips is going to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I usually go for a Madras, a bit of bit of heat, but uh, Vindaloo can ruin the next few days, yeah. uh, stomach-wise. So I try to tone it down to probably a Madras level. And I, 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 I won't, I won't, I won't want to be anywhere near Rodri the morning after he's had a curry. By the way, <laughs> why is that then? <laughs> <laughs> I, I you're, 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 I mean, you, 
you you struggle you struggle enough with your guts if you've had like uh, milk yeah, and omelet. <laughs> no, I'm all good, Mister. All good. My I'm uh, very accustomed to the curries these days. So um, it's like a lead uh, stomach what, over there. What you call it? Like when you go high altitude training. I've been doing that with curry <laughs> since I was young. So I'm uh, yeah. Philip's Lambuna. <laughs> Definitive eight, from Phillips. Eight nun breads. <laughs> um, ben Price says, uh, tennis is a great sport, but the crowd is awful. How would you improve that? Uh, he suggests to basically go darts, which is a full-on WWE style entrance reach player, music, pyro, uh, and replace the current crowd with one of the darts. I think that's what darts did. They just went full-on, didn't they? Um, that's got a bit stupid with the crowd now, doesn't it? They yeah. Like... True. I just I disagree with that statement. Tennis isn't a good sport. I <laughs> see. Not, I think it's, it's good. I I rate it's not it accessible a, at all. Well, no, I guess that's the thing with it's quite good that. to watch. In like golf as well, isn't it? It's like I think they like golf, especially to play, and like I think they're just not accessible because they're sort of run by clubs that are just like elitist and yeah, um, like just the Bridge End yeah. Golf Center. I, I did see the was it a, <laughs> that's the only place I'll play. See. <laughs> Women's tennis final on Saturday. I think the whatever they call her, um, the winner, the Princess of Wales, they call it. But they ah. they announced the Princess of Wales is here to present the award on behalf of the All England Lawn Tennis. Uh, look at the contradiction of that whole fucking yeah. <laughs> sentence. Like, but then that's another that's another story. We all know everyone's feelings about that charade. But I'm just on about the basic level of playing tennis in your local tennis courts. Impossibly mm. hard. You have to run about and stuff. I I, <laughs> I went down uh, Castle uh, Car Park in Kendervy to uh, play tennis. tennis in the car park. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah. There we go. There yeah. We go. You um, a racket against the wall or what? I think uh, best thing you can do uh, to with the crowd is get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. Put some like AI animals in the crowd or something behind closed doors, friendly. Yeah. Don't mind that. Pompous Wimbledon. Yeah. You know you're in a you know you're in a bloody um you know an elitist crowd when uh, everyone eats fucking strawberries and cream. Yeah. For fuck's sake. A penance of strawberries and cream. Fuck yeah. Introduce like Panathinaikos ultras for the basketball and the handball and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're going wild with banners and flares. And the only and... strawberries are the strawberry splits ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> uh right, a bit of a um bit of a uh what's word what's the word? Um Controversial question next. Um, David Hugh says, do you guys know why some Swans fans have uh, Union Jack flags and prefer to be British, not Welsh? I'm completely ignorant of this and not intending to offend anyone. Um, but you can't seem to find out why. Um, Phillips, you're a man of um, the world. Gravitas. Um, and uh, I think you can be very fair on this. Uh, what is the history behind it? Because I don't really know myself. Um, and uh, Dav is a say he's a new listener, so welcome, Dav. Um, welcome to the shit show, um, Phillips. Chrysler, Dav. Um, <laughs> I think it's just a, a simple fact of uh, an older generation of Swans fan choose Rangers before Celtic and choose to show their loyalty that way. I don't think it's no more, no less yeah. than that. And I think we have a rise in nationalism between younger, younger members of society and the older people potentially don't share that opinion. And for some reason, there, there is some young people who have sort of got along with that. Well, yeah. So again? 
Is it a, a lot of people I've spoken to have said it's like an anti Cardiff thing as well? Because Cardiff probably, the there's probably an element of that. There might, there might be, but yeah. you know, with every football club, I think you get, you know, you get a cross section of people, don't you? So, yeah, I think, I think it, the prob- fact you see one flag is maybe not representative from, of a whole supporter base. From where I live, there's quite a lot of Swans fans about, and I can probably confidently say it's like probably just a really loud minority that are, yeah. are that are that attached to the union side of things but then that's just that's just how it comes out then there we are it's uh yeah good first question for Dan. there it is yeah, a definitive answer from Dan. Um, well done Dav. the dread hand good. commandos are after us now yeah <laughs> <laughs> um from one uh one question to another this is the duality of this podcast paul burns what is better for doing up shoes and any other type of footwear laces or velcro well, uh, Phillips uses duct tape, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'll just say anything but Crocs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anti Crocs. Like Crocs in the river. You look like a fishmonger wearing them. <laughs> What's wrong with fishmongers, mate? Nothing, but I'm not one. Can't argue with that. No, um, exactly. There we are. The definitive answer duct tape um, and not Crocs. Um, Nathan Davis, friend of the pod, uh, said, Who's had the better transfer window? Cardiff City or Anesthi Welfare, um, Nathan, <laughs> uh, aka Alan Florida, signed for Anesthi, um, maybe the best homecoming of the season. Um, that's not for me to say. Um, but yeah, I'll leave that up to the listener. Um, uh, ben James, uh, obviously from the Indian, um, said, um, who from the pod would most likely pull uh, off a um, boy stuck in the wall prank like Bart Simpson did that time? Now, I this Wall-a-well. really rings a bell. Rod, you are more of a Simpsons aficionado than me. <laughs> you said is... wall, did you? Oh yeah, I said wall. Yes, well, I well, now well, I know. Yeah, I yeah now I know exactly and... what what he means. Yeah, I, I was going to say I remember the well episode, not the wall <laughs> it's episode. Like in a wall. <laughs> um, yeah, horrible thing in Germany where a bloke kept his family behind the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. Um, yeah. So, w- which one of us would pull off a uh, boy stuck in the well? prank best um i feel like it's got phillips written all over well it. yeah it's phillips and he's a I've, fraudulent character I've had, to hide, <laughs> I've had to hide in loads of places before for many reasons but never in a well don't see yeah. many wells about these days do you? <laughs> taps well is the only well i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. No, i don't know it has to be phillips if uh, we're being serious about this yeah yeah, Too yeah. Fat. no one get down the well. <laughs> Yeah. Or out of it. I've never, I've never known. Yeah, I've never known Phillips just like hide in a well though. I've I've known him to hide hide away in a uh, Vauxhall Mariva before. Now, but, <laughs> do you remember that night, do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. No. Well, if you think it's me, you're wrong. Well, well, well. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, oh, dear Hello. <laughs> oh dear me. Dear dear dear. Right then. Um. I think that's it for the questions. Uh, thanks as always. Um, like I said, there's a few we've already answered in previous. Is Bush gone MIA? Is he? Yeah, no Bush tonight, which is um, slightly unsettling. Yeah, uh, we'll I hope, I hope everything's some... well. Bush, I uh, hope yeah. you're not stuck in a well. Yeah, um, you know, Christ, I hope so. No, the, the thing is with Bush, he probably has a well on his uh, his lot or wherever he lives on his windmill. <laughs> Um, there's probably a well somewhere there. So, uh, yeah, all the best, Boosh. Um, it's a shame you're not here. Um, so that brings yeah. us to the end of the questions. Um, and that only leaves me to say to Phillips is, um, 
you're going to pick our our track tonight. Um, I did give you a warning at the start of the pod. Um, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Pick one of these in, mate. (laughs) We don't do Tony. Yeah, welcome back, Tony. (laughs) I'm going to do this blind. Yeah, we'll we'll fill then, shall we? Hold on, let me just listen to this. <laughs> you don't have to play the thing over <laughs> now. <laughs> I've never heard of them before. <laughs> I've never heard any new moves oh, Right, while he's pissing about, Kaus, have you got any closing statements? No, just keep on trucking, boys. Keep on trucking. Amen. Uh, Rod, uh, uh, what about you? <laughs> yeah, keep trucking harder and better. And- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, all I can say. Nothing, nothing much to report. So uh, enjoy the rest of your uh, summer before the winter sets in next week. Yeah. <laughs> before the winter league starts. The winter league is, yeah. on, is on the horizon. Um, yeah. uh, Phillips, have you decided yet? Yeah. What are we going yeah. for? <laughs> you can play or listen to. <laughs> you can listen to Zero Pimp Dot Dot Zero Zero by Gwilym. Dino is Pimp. Dot, dot, zero, zero. 5 a.m. by Gwilym. <coughs> okay. 0500. Oh, 0500. Oh, as hours. the army people say. Are you yeah, in the yeah, army yeah. now? Yeah? Okay. By Gwilym. It's their new one. It's really good. Right. Download. Good stuff. That sounds good to me. Phillips, do you have yeah. any closing statements? Uh, thank you for letting me on. Uh, it's been yeah. an honor. I'm sorry I haven't got any transfer news for you. But uh, I didn't really realize that the football season had probably started again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. I better get my uh, get my act together. Um, yeah. No more news next week. I have a busy week in the van this week up and down the country. Yeah, you've been trying to get your act together for the best part of two years now, Philip. So um, yeah, don't know what yeah. that's yeah. I've had yeah. some and misfortune. We put it like that. Keep on vanning, Phillips. Yeah. Keep on vanning. Amen. Um, right, and uh, that's it. Um, if you haven't already, issue ten is still available. We are gearing up for issue eleven. As we speak, and if you want to get involved, whether that's uh, you know as a as a written contributor or um, a photographer or uh, an artist, whatever, give us a shout. Uh, we're more than um, more than happy to have a chat and uh, see what we can do. Um, and yeah, that's it from us. Thanks again for listening. A uh, bit of a ramshackle pod this week, as there isn't really much to talk about. But I'm sure as the weeks go by. Um, Things will start ramping up again as the football season, the winter league, um, yep. is uh, is on the horizon. So yeah, all the best. Um, <laughs> thanks again, uh, folks. Um, love you lots. Uh, this is five a.m. by a Gwilym. Gwilym. Um, I'm rambling. Um, goodbye. Yeah. Well,